The first atomic bomb was dropped on Hiroshima. Over humanity! Fires of frustration and discord are burning. And Let us not forget for a moment the toils and efforts that lie ahead. They say that those who forget their history are condemned to repeat it. This is the History Lessons Podcast with certified financial planning practitioner Patrick Huey, author of History Lessons for the Modern Investor and your guide to financial wisdom in the past, present, and future. You ready? Good. Let's get historical. Historical? Yeah, I guess so. This is the History Lessons Podcast for the week of January the 1st, 2024. Happy New Year. I'm still Patrick Huey, author of History Lessons for the Modern Investor. And if you're a modern investor seeking some historical perspective, friends, you are in the right place. This week, we'll be talking about ball drops, Viking humility, and fantasy football flameouts. But first, the news. Yeah, if you were asleep like I was when the ball dropped on New Year's Eve, well, here's a party-themed recap of the last couple of weeks in economic data. From soaring highs to surprising lows, this gathering was one of the most unpredictable soirees of the year. First up, new single-family home sales. Unfortunately, these sales seemed a bit party-shy, declining by 12.2% in November, more than even the most pessimistic forecast. The large decline for the month leaves the monthly sales pace at its slowest in a year, which revises the upward trend of the entire year of 2023. Yikes. Next up was existing home sales, and these were pretty much a wallflower, increasing by a mere 0.8% in November. Then came housing starts, and the housing market was like trying to predict which song the DJ would drop next. Unpredictable. Housing starts surged 14.8% in November, leaving economists stunned and developers doing a victory dance. Durable good or- goods orders. Now, this was the life of the party. Durable goods orders arrived with a bang, rising 5.4% in November. And the transportation category, cars and airplanes, was as popular as the appetizers at the buffet. Real GDP growth, the economy strutted in with a revised 4.9% annual growth rate for Q3. Sure, it might've been a slight revision downward, but hey, who doesn't tweak their outfit last minute before hitting the dance floor? It's still a good robust number, even if it got a last minute adjustment. It's pretty normal. Will it last? Probably not. Signs still point to a mild recession on the horizon. This dance floor is lively and the surprises will keep us all on our toes especially in the year ahead. Next up, we'll charge the Wayback Machine and head back in time for this week's history lesson. But first, this word. Interest rates are rising, and your annuity purchased in the last decade might not be keeping up, which means your financial plan may be falling behind. So if you own a deferred annuity, fixed, indexed, or variable worth more than $250,000, now is the time to review it and make sure it is doing all that it can for you and your financial plan. Let us help you keep your retirement on track. Introducing Victory Independent Planning. VIP turns complex financial matters into clear and confident solutions, so you can relax and enjoy retirement whenever it arrives. Get the Annuity Review Kit now. This complimentary kit includes 
a variety of checklists, resources, and ebooks to review the fees, features, and flexibility, or lack thereof, in your current annuity contract. It will even help you assess your overall investment goals and the people who are offering you advice. Get the kit today, because you can't teach an old annuity new tricks. To learn how VIP can help you review your annuity, click on the link in the show notes or go to victoryindependentplanning.com. That's victoryindependentplanning.com. Sign up for peace of mind today. Alexa, charge the Wayback Machine for me and set it for 1017 AD. Charging Wayback Machine. On January 6th, 1017, the Danish Lord Knut son of Svein Forkbeard, becomes the first Viking king of England. King Canute, who added Norway, Denmark, and parts of Scotland and Sweden to his rule, established a North Sea empire which lasted for nearly 20 years in relative peace and prosperity. A famous story of that era told of Canute becoming enraged by his royal court's blind obedience, flattery, and fawning. He commanded his throne to be carried to the seashore and majestically demanded the waves to recede and the tides to retreat. Everyone watched and waited. Canute's feet got wet, then his ankles. Finally, waves were crashing about his knees. The king then threw down his crown and proclaimed, let all men know how empty and worthless is the power of kings. It may just be a story, but Canute's power was certainly not limitless. He died at the age of 40 and his empire fragmented. And it would be until 1066 before the Norman King William next united England. How incredibly novel it seems to the modern ear when an administrator or leader shows some humility and understands the limits of their power. Indeed, 2023 ended on the opposite note, with the Federal Reserve commanding the inflationary waves and the tides of increasing prices to cease and desist, while projecting that they will be able to cut interest rates by an average of 0.75% in 2024. Markets celebrated like Vikings, minus all the pillaging. And all this while inflation, while muted, is a full 1% above the Fed's own target rate. This is like the Vikings, the football team, spiking the ball at the 10-yard line and calling it a win. Modern monetary policymakers needn't go back so far in history for their lessons. Fed Chairman Arthur Burns reignited inflation on multiple occasions back in the 1970s by cutting rates too soon and watching helplessly as the waves ignored his instructions. Wayback machine disengaged. Returning to the year 2024. Finally this week, it's on to the mailbag. You've got mail. This message says, hey, after your fantasy football team flamed out in a giant dumpster fire, ouch, after going 13-2 and and leading the league, you got bounced out in the first round of the playoffs. Any lessons learned for investors? Okay, full disclosure. I wrote that message to myself. And after some introspection, I've come up with the following. First, I learned that past performance is definitely not indicative of future results. You can't control the bills shifting to a run first without Josh Allen type of offense. You can't control injuries to Tank Dell or a variety of other skilled players. In general, the best, the best you can do is follow a good process and try not to worry too much about the things you can't control. Parallels to investing? Yeah, those should be obvious. 
Second, I learned that having a bunch of players with a moderate floor and a moderate ceiling just isn't enough come playoff time. I had players who were solid, but none who were spectacular except for Josh Allen on certain Sundays. But I didn't have anyone with a high ceiling who could really make a difference on my team and put up the kind of scoring I needed. And yeah, portfolios are like that. You need a little risk component to take you to a higher level, give you a higher ceiling. Yeah, manage your risk. Certainly, defense wins championships. But along the way, you got to score some points too. Well, my fellow historians and fantasy football players, that is all for this week. Be sure to check out my book, History Lessons for the Modern Investor. It's available on Amazon.com. Be sure to do all that social stuff, like this episode, follow us wherever you see or hear your podcasts. I'm available on Substack, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube. Until next week, when we'll take another rollicking romp through the past and make an investment in your future with history lessons for the modern investor. See you next week. <laughs>